Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome back to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. My name is Lisa, I'm your host, and in today's solo episode, I'm going to talk you through some client case study examples. Mostly because I think, A, it's often nice to feel like you can relate to someone. B, because if you're a coach, aspiring coach, or just generally interested in nutrition, I think you might hear some of the approaches or struggles helpful. And C, because I quite often get questions like, does anyone else feel that way? Is this normal? Etc. I know last week that I said today's topic was going to be are you a high or low carb person and going into fiber but I think that this could be a little bit more beneficial and of course um, I can still do an episode on fiber at, in the future. Before we get into the episode though again if you enjoy the content please do me a favor rate it, review it, share it on your social media it really is the best way to help me grow. Now, firstly, just a brief update from my personal side. I am still here in Bogota, <laughs> in Colombia. Um, this week, I'm feeling pretty darn sore, and I don't even know why. Um, I have already reduced my training load or volume these last three days, um, going down from various exercises with four or five sets to two or even or, or three, um, often on a lot of my training or on both of those training days, I have scratched a couple of exercises entirely, making it more of like a 40 minute training session. But I'm actually also going to take a full rest day tomorrow, um, as I usually do, as I said, twice per week, but um, it wasn't scheduled for tomorrow, um, actually for the day after tomorrow. But anyway, um, it's kind of strange. It might have to do with my oncoming period. It might have to do with me visiting the sauna more frequently. I don't know. Often people say like they recover or the sauna helps them recover. I have to admit that almost every time that I start a sauna practice, at first I feel more sore, almost um, a little bit feverish the day after or the hours after, which I guess also makes a little bit of sense because, um, of course, we raise our core body temperature and in the end, it's more or less like an outside induced type of fever. <laughs> That's exactly what happens when we have a fever, you know, we raise our body temperature. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been odd to feel that way. Um, overall, hunger is up as well. So again, could be related to my oncoming period could have to do with that increased soreness or maybe I've just been really pushing it very very hard in training <laughs> I don't know um, and then the other thing I was going to mention was that I'm pretty sure someone at the local coffee shop that I go to is just taking the piss and giving me full caffeinated coffee um, taking a piss, I guess. I don't know if, if um, people say that all around the globe, but in New Zealand and I believe the UK, it's just another term for saying, teasing me <laughs> by giving me um, regular coffee instead of decaf, because I have been also feeling a lot more anxious, anxious these last couple of days. And it could, again, all have to like be linked together. Um, I'm 
I'm sore. My training is not so well. It's so going so well. I'm hungrier. Um, if I still had my aura, I would probably see a much lower recovery score. And I can actually feel my resting heart rate to be elevated. Like when I wake up in the morning, it's definitely elevated. Um, but yeah, I've also been feeling a little bit anxious in the afternoon. So for me, one of the main reasons to not drink caffeinated coffee is not even because because I don't even do that in the morning anymore. Um, but it's not even the effect on sleep, I'm sure, or I I would like to think that if I drink regular coffee at 6 a.m., it's not impacting my sleep at 9 p.m. It might do. Um, but uh, Anyway, um, for me, it's more because I feel quite anxious, almost like heart, uh, my, my heart speeds up more and I'm almost like a little bit shaky when I drink regular coffee. So anyway, just for all you people out there who sometimes feel a bit more anxious, um, maybe switch your regular coffee for decaf. Um, but let's get started. So I have prepared three case studies and these are all based on real life examples i'm obviously going to change names and some of the details um but yeah i'm going to start with three examples of current clients that i have um which are going really really well and kind of like summarizing why i think they're doing so well and then i also have three examples of people that are struggling a little bit more and again summarizing why i think that they're struggling more so the first client is really like almost like a picture perfect client. If I had an intern, I would have loved to give this client to that intern because it's so easy. Although you should probably give, you know, interns some harder cases too. Um, but her name, I'm going to call her Louisa. She's in her late 20s. So she came to me with the main aim of I want to lose weight. She's at about, uh, what is that in pounds um she's at about or she started at about 80 kilos so let's just say 170 pounds um and although she had tried some diets in the past we just soon got to the point that or found out that she's really just not been paying a lot of attention to overall food amount um and so therefore during the day usually she she said she is usually she's just a grazer and she just kind of snacks throughout the day which actually when we started tracking it showed that that snacking still added up to a substantial amount of calories but when you just go through your day with the with the the thought of oh, i'm just going to have an apple here and then a yogurt there and then maybe half of the bagel there and so on, like it adds up, but you never feel really like you had an actual meal. You never feel fully sa satiated and satisfied. So she came home and then had big dinners because, of course, they also help her relax. And her sugar cravings, just generally speaking, were super high because also her protein was super low. Her fiber was low. Um, she was doing a little bit of cardio in the sense of like cycling to work and every now and then going out for a jog, like a few miles, really not that much. So pretty easy case I guess if you want to call it that um I love working with people that like that but I also of course love a little bit more intricate cases but this is um yeah super easy so we're 10 weeks in she's down over 10 pounds she is tracking very accurately from day one onwards um she 
on average has at least one meal out per week, but she always, always, always sends me pictures to double check. She always plans ahead for them. She did go to one wedding where she was like, Lisa, I have no idea what they're going to have. How should I approach this? We just gave her a calorie buffer, said, okay, in the morning, you're just going to have your uh, protein yogurt for lunch, just some greens and chicken and then that is it essentially so don't stress about tracking exactly what you had there she still tracked actually amazingly she also went on a four-day vacation to Italy where she said oh I really want to um, enjoy this time I don't want to be super super strict and we just agreed that the one thing to do for her would be to continue to track and she did and one day she got up to like 2500 calories but aside from that she was very much around her calories protein was low during the days but um she did very very well she already fits in her new clothes she now goes to the gym doing some strength training just once per week um ideally we want to build that up to two or three times but she said that um it's just not more is just not realistic right now which is fine i always like to just find um, whatever people can continuously stick with. She gets her eight to 10,000 steps per day. So it really was an easy fix already. We want to get down at least another 20 or let's, let's, let's uh, see. She's actually down more than 10 pounds. So over, she's down six kilos, which means about 14 pounds in just 10 weeks, which is incredible. So not even the rate that I expected her to go. Um, so yes, it seems like it is slash was an easy fix. The greatest thing for me to know is that she's actually having fun with it. After her vacation, she actually said, I was so excited to get back into my routine. What also brings me joy is that when I look through her through her food log, I can see how sustainable this is for you. Mean for her. I'm meaning um I see that she has her standard breakfast. She almost always has the same thing, but on Sundays they have um protein pancakes. Um again, then she has her one or two meals out per week, but she has like three, four different kinds of lunch lunches that she um goes through. She more or less has a standard snack but that sometimes turns into ice cream or protein chips or whatever depending on what she's craving and she has a lot of flexibility with her dinner but she plays around nicely with like low fat cheeses or every now and then she 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 even has some certain wraps or they go out um or order some chinese or whatever so i can see that it's like she's not being trying to be overly perfect she also has some chocolate here and there she has some alcohol here and there usually like at least once a week and she's proud of the hard work that she's putting and she's receiving some compliments and I know that this is a change for life even though she is in her late 20s I know that the person that if she, if she continues with this, mind you, we're in a calorie deficit, but even, um, you know, even more so when we bring it up to her maintenance, and um, if she continues with the style of eating for the next, or in, in 20, 30 years, she is going to be a completely, and I mean completely different person to what she would have been if she would have continued on with her lifestyle habits and eating habits the way that she did beforehand. So, one of the other great things that I loved about her from the beginning on was that she asked a ton of questions. She even asked, does it matter if I switch my berries to mango? Does it matter if the mango is fresh or frozen? Does it matter if I 
consume um, Diet Coke with my lunch sometimes. Doesn't matter if I have, you know, like I love it because it showed me that she wanted to understand and she wasn't just like, oh, I'm only going to have um, chicken and broccoli because this is what I think is healthy sort of thing. So yeah, client number one, I hope you um, also can, can see how uh, quote unquote easy a fix can sometimes be. Um, number two, a little bit more of a medium sort of client, I would say. <laughs> um, I'm going to call her Maria. She's in her late 30s. And um, she came to me with the goal of body recomposition. She's She loves exercising. She is a CrossFitter, but also does um, other things like cycling and yoga and dancing and whatnot. Um, but she said, I just I feel like I just don't look like I'm exercising all that much. Um, I want to increase or look more toned, defined, whatever. It's not even so much about the scale. She really is has a very healthy body weight per se. Um, but yeah, when we started tracking and looking at her food, we saw that she was really under eating during the week and um, over overdoing it in terms of calories quite a bit on the weekend. So under eating, not like super low, not like a 1,200 calorie diet or whatever, but it was more like under eating for her efforts, given that she's a CrossFitter. So trying to be too clean. And then on the weekends, even there, most of the time, um, actually going over, but by, with like super quote unquote healthy things, with the exception of alcohol, but you know, like a, 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 a whatever raw food brownie that has like 500 calories per piece or, um, you, you know, kind of coming from that, uh, almost paleo-ish style of eating. Um, at the same time when she, when goes on vacation and all of these things, um, almost, too flexible because then that's her off time so she would be eating all the bread that she usually wouldn't eat and um, yeah and so on so but overall still under eating protein although her food quality was really good under eating protein and really obviously also determined that her issue was more consistency from Monday to Friday and um, whereas the previous client's issue was more the consistency on a day-to-day -day basis or like throughout the day with under um, eating or over restricting sort of in terms of actual meals during the day and, and just having huge dinner and um, whereas here it's more like that during the week working hard and then on the weekend oh, I'm gonna treat myself sort of mentality um so yeah, we really worked on a little bit more bringing more balance into the weekends and eating more during the week, especially around her training time, especially in terms of carbs also, because uh, that is uh, often what yeah people that come from that paleo sort of realm um, tend to be too restrictive with and then going over on the fats way too much. But yeah, she had no issue whatsoever getting quite consistent with her protein, even though she's wanting to eat very little um, meat and 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 she, I'm not gonna say animal products because she does eat fish um, quite a bit, but she's super um, yeah advantageous or she likes to experiment also with her protein sources. So I think that that is awesome because she's not just like uh, I don't want to take protein powders and I actually don't like tofu or tempeh or seitan or um, anything, you know, that just makes it very, very difficult if you want to be more plant-based um, and you're just showing resistance on all fronts when it comes to protein alternatives. Um, so yeah, she just actually created a beautiful, I think it was like a seitan curry or whatever. Um, and the the thing is with her, so she's actually a mom of 
two, I believe. And she has a very, very important job in addition to obviously being important as a, as a, a mom as well. Um, but so she has a stressful job. She still also has pretty much the same breakfast almost every day. She has very similar lunch creations and then they rotate though from week to week it's it's she wants a bit more variety and then dinner's almost 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 always varied um and snacks kind of filling in the gaps um but yeah she so she said to me she often comes home and just feels stressed and wants to open a bottle of wine or wants to like soothe with food and she is so amazing at doing her mindset work, at doing her journaling, at going for walks. I have been working with her for several months now, so um, I have gotten come to know her a lot better. And I just love what she's sharing on every front in the sense of, oh, I came home and this and that person triggered me and I really, really, really wanted this and that. But I just took a bubble bath first. I put on some nice music and I actually came out and just had the dinner that I initially planned to have. And like those kinds of things, I just, yeah, they give me a lot back in terms of energy as a coach as well. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, I think what, what stands out again is she has her staples and still has a lot of variety in there. She likes experimenting with it. She has fun with her foods. It's not that she's saying, oh, I'm on this diet. I want to get shredded. And because of that, I'm not going to um, enjoy my foods. On the contrary, she's also very much in her feminine energy and so like how foods look um, is super important to her uh, she love like if if you put if you just said to her oh you need to eat out of a tupperware container you'd like crush her soul and um, instead she sends me these beautiful food pictures with like flowers and whatever and it just um yeah it lights me up as well um I have to say that we agreed that she's just going to continue with her CrossFit and on top of that doing um, whatever she feels like, if it's swimming, if it's cycling, whatever. Um, again, because she is such a like flowy kind of person, giving her somewhat of like a bodybuilding type training program would probably crush her soul as well. <laughs> um, and um, in this case, it's really more about what's what is um like long-term feasible and what does she want to adhere to versus what is optimal if she would come to me and say my only and my one and only goal is to be shredded to get on stage to um i don't care about anything else about my health or performance or whatever um i just want to just want to look good then i probably would have tried to talk her into a bit of a different training approach um but because she said um my primary goal is still to look and is to to feel good in my body to feel healthy um, to perform well and know that even as I age, I can perform well on all levels. Um, and she loves the CrossFit community. So she's just continuing on with that. And we're seeing amazing changes nonetheless, just because of that consistency with her calories, with her protein and the mindset work. Um, now onto the third client that's also uh, very successful. So as I said, I'm starting off with the three successful cases. <laughs> um, although this is a bit of a harder one. So I'm going to name her Juliana. She's in her 50s. Um, and her main goal was to lose the lower belly fat in particular, and to build muscle. So harder case saying that because I'm um, of course, either peri or postmenopause. In this case, we're actually postmenopause. Um, build well losing belly fat is always a little bit harder and building muscle is 
harder yet of course as we get older also um she too she comes more from like a bodybuilding type mentality background in the sense of not so much in the sense of her training um actually more on the training front it was actually more like a circuit type classes classes in the sense of um, f45 or orange theory i forgot um but more in the eating sort of sense so like super low fats um uh, still actually also not enough carbs um and just simply um actually also not targeted enough um because she actually also has um SIBO or SIBO however people want to say that it's so small intestinal bacterial overgrowth so digestive issues and she was eating way too much and the wrong fibers for that so we did have to look more after her hormones and her digestion um and she had to be reasonably diligent with eating out so like a maximum of once per week and even then when eating out uh, getting stuff that is like reasonably quote-unquote clean like a steak and potato or so so no like stir fries with lots of additives or um like big buddha bowls with a crap ton of fiber and she would have but just been constipated for like three four days so she actually lost a good amount of weight with a in a short amount of time because she was so dialed in with everything um but again she had to pay attention to the smallest things such as fiber such as good sleep she um really uh, and we did switch over to a bodybuilding type training at the gym with more isolation work because she particularly said she wants to grow her glutes and um you know just with like some light dumbbells etc at home and doing some circuits that's just quite difficult um so yeah she we had to increase her protein we actually increased it above one gram per pound of body weight actually 1.2 um but then yeah lowering fiber um still making sure that she'd get enough carbs but more through um things like rice or cream of rice and um certainly brought up her fats as well just to help with the hormones but yes yeah, so three really really cool cases to work on um again their commonalities was just having a balance in terms of calories across the week so that we don't have these super super low days and then really high weekends or um hardly eating anything for breakfast and lunch and then eating a crap ton for dinner um they enjoyed creating recipes and even the last one i did not mention that so she often cooks things from our recipe pack um and also like online things often she'll send me a, like a recipe that she saw online like lisa can i have this this um decent in terms of fiber and then she'll try that so just because she can't eat out quite as much um so yeah so it's still creating things that she loves she looks forward to like every single one of her meal and the other ones as i said they they're having fun with it not saying that they're spending hours and hours in the kitchen but they just enjoy what they're eating they're not feeling like it's a restriction um and yeah, apart from that really the biggest thing and i cannot stress this enough the biggest thing amongst all these three clients and actually all the other successful clients I can think of is that they logged every single day, even when it was higher in calories, even when it was estimated, even if they just, you know, went to a wedding or went on vacation, they logged every single day and they approach things things with a curiosity they ask questions they make use of the accountability as opposed to just saying oh yeah okay i'm uh, i know i'm signing up for this nutrition coaching but i'm only putting in the bare minimum as of 
filling in the weekly questionnaire, if that. I mean, we have also clients that need to be constantly chased up for their questionnaire. And um, of course, I don't like I'm, I'm, I'm here to hold people accountable. And I understand that there are sometimes weeks where we just forget about it. People are busy and have lives. But if you say you want to make nutrition a priority and you actually sign up for nutrition coaching, then also make um, whatever form we agree on using, if, if this is the check-in form or if this my fitness pal or whatever, um, make that a priority too. Otherwise, it's just not going to work and make responding to me a priority. Also, it doesn't have to be straight away, but you know, within like 24 hours or two days or so would be amazing because again, other like if, if I was your boss or if your doctor would um, ask you a question and just be like, hey, what's with this and that or why is this and that happening? Um, you would probably try to get back to them pretty quickly as well, right? <laughs> so, you know, um, that's just like trying to point out some commonalities amongst these successful people. Now, going on to three more difficult clients. So the first one, a struggling client, her name is Dana, and she, or name, naming her Dana, and she is in her 40s. Um, she also wants to look shredded. And um, comes from also has a CrossFit background, so she, in my opinion, lifts too heavy. She constantly has any some sort of injuries, especially with lower back and hips. Um, and actually, there was something else with her neck as well. Um, she's always complaining about her glutes or wanting her glutes to look better. But when I suggest we do some isolation work that really takes some stress off of her spine, off of her central nervous system and really just target the glutes. She doesn't want to do it. Um, her gym even has some things like a GHD um, thing where we could do a hip extension. She actually also has a cable machine where we could do kickbacks, etc. cetera. Um, but she just says, oh, I just want to train with the others. Yes, she's only doing open gym, so doing her own workouts, not actually joining in with the class anymore, thankfully. Um, but still always like, oh, can I learn, practice how to um, do snatches and cleans and whatever. I'm like, well, this is not really conducive to what you say you want to do. Look, because her primary goal, she says like literally – health yeah okay kind of important but looking shredded way more important so um yeah a little bit of the issue here on top of that she's constantly under her protein target which is actually still we've we've reduced the target as as it was just to help her get there a little bit more easily um, and she's almost always over calories um, and logging very roughly although we spoke about this numerous times just in the sense of uh, medium whatever one chicken breast and so on and um, part of it is also because she's eating out a lot um, and sometimes stress eating without addressing it so she's just like oh well I just I just couldn't resist it I came home and I really had some high cravings and then we, when I talk about it with her and like trying to give her some suggestions I understand that it's it's difficult to change those habits but I sometimes feel like um if we label something as like um, stress eating or emotional eating or whatever, we, we almost like hide behind it as like, oh, this is what I do um, or this is just my habit. This is just how I deal with it as opposed to like actually, right, I, that still means I can change it. Um, you know, the the hardest thing is that um, I, I always try to and, and, and she's like um, 
of course, as obviously I changed her name, but also she, all, all these are things that we have spoken about. So she'd be happy for me to share them as well. Um, but um, the, the most difficult thing is that often she's not honest with herself what she really wants or what she wants enough. Does she want it enough? Because that's when I say to her, like, Dana, you're telling me you want to look shredded, but at the same time, you're not actually wanting to change anything about your training or your lifestyle. Um, is this really that important to you? And she's like, well, but there are other people that, you know, can look shredded and train this and that way. Well, they might be 20 years younger, or maybe even if they're the same age, everybody's body is different. And oftentimes, um, certain results also require certain sacrifices, actually, most of the time. <laughs> and yeah, as I said, especially as we get older. So um, I guess this is for me is, is just like um, an encouragement for everyone to just be honest with yourself. Like, do you want it enough? Are you just saying you want the change or are you actually wanting to make like uh, open to making the change um, that you need to make in order to see the change, right? If you just keep doing what you've been doing, it's not going to change. Yes, often we need consistency. Well, this lady here, she doesn't even have the consistency with her um, accurate logging with her protein, um, way too much eating out. And then of course, uh, even if it's just, just quote unquote, every second or third week, uh, stress, epping, uh, stress eating episodes, that still adds up. But for me, the most, I think the thing that hinders her most is really not being honest with herself um, or with me for that matter too. So sometimes when I even just say to her, like, um, I don't think that this is quite accurate what you logged here or can you try and log this and that more accurate and just oh yeah I think that'll be I think I think so I've been you know weighing out things for a while when I'm at home I can guess that pretty well and of course who am I to I'm not gonna say that she purposefully lies to me she probably really thinks that that's that much but at the same time you know we need to account for everything or rather err on the side of caution when it comes to our estimations if we want to see weight loss the second client that is also struggling i'm going to call her rose um so she um is in her late 30s she's a single mom and um she just has a lot of yeah emotional mental issues as well the biggest of all in terms of food is really that um from a very early age onwards she was always told that certain foods are bad certain foods are good so in her terminology even though we have been working together for a long time now and I keep reminding her of things quite regularly she still often says, I was good, I was, I did bad, I had some bad food, even if it was just, you know, a little bit of chocolate or whatever. Um, and she just stops logging completely when she eats something that is quote unquote bad. So even like whenever she's eating out or if she has a pizza or so, which of course she has a little girl, you know, you want to go out with them to the mall from time to time. And have something fun but she just completely stops because she's like well I was bad and I know I went over calories so I didn't want to log I'm like well that's exactly what we need to be working on in order for you to lose that connotation of it being bad it's just numbers it's going to help us even see um yeah I guess the total and so that sometimes you might even see like hey this was not actually that much more many more calories than that 
quote-unquote healthy meal that I had the other day. So I do actually try to encourage her in her regular days to have more of those treat foods um, just so that she loses that bias. The other tricky thing with this client is that she hardly eats any vegetables and so hardly any fiber and way under protein as well. So Needless to say, she has higher cravings and um, at the same time though, she really doesn't have a hunger hunger signals and she, like when I tell her that um, or basically explain to her, in her case, because her metabolism is so slow, essentially from way too much dieting in the past, um, but we cannot rely on her hunger signals. So she actually has to almost yeah, I don't want to say force herself, but initially almost force herself to drink her protein shakes or so. I'm not saying like chewing her food because that is even harder to do when you're not actually hungry. And um, But if she had, you know, would reach her protein on a regular basis, eventually her metabolism would sort of get into gear again. And then she'd start being hungry because we want to wake up hungry. We want to be hungry before our main meals. This is actually a good sign for your metabolism. The other tricky thing with her is that she often says, oh, I wasn't motivated or I'm not motivated. So she's always like really relying on motivation. Even when I say, like, I keep saying to her week to, from one week to another, I know you're not motivated to eat your protein, but what are some protein sources that you enjoy? I actually try to ask her, like, what do you like so that I can give her a sample day but again, here often we struggle with communication and she doesn't get back to me at all or she's like, oh yeah, I'll be better next week, but she doesn't really answer my questions. Um, so also here my learning for anyone listening is just um, please try to communicate as best as you can with your coach. Um, whether that's like a nutrition coach or any kind of coach, training coach, like voice concerns, voice questions. Let them know what you are thinking. We cannot know what you're thinking or we cannot help you if we don't know what you're thinking. And even if you say, this doesn't make sense, I don't like what you're giving me here. You know, of course, at some point you need to have a little bit of um, an inkling to try new things and so on. But like voice things, that is my, my biggest thing. Like the most successful clients that we see are people that actually communicate on a regular, on a decent basis with us. Um, sometimes people are like, Yes, no, thanks, was okay, nope. And all right then, I can also not give you a lot of feedback or things to improve on if your questions or my questions are answered like that. Whereas if someone says, um, my digestion was okay, that means um, five out of seven days it was good, but two days I felt bloated. Maybe it was because of some of the food that I had on that day. It was on Friday, Saturday, can you maybe take a look at my food log? I'm more than happy to do so. But if you just tell me my digestion was okay, I don't know, okay, is okay if, does that mean it was good? Does that mean it was worse than usual? Like, yes, please, details, people, details. <laughs> um, so these two, definitely what had have they in common? Not logging all days of the week and or being very, very inaccurate. Um... And um, yeah, I guess, I guess just just the mindset when it comes to these things, not actually wanting to put in the work here. I think in the second case, as I said, I I think one of the most helpful things already would just be to 
practicing practice having some of those treat foods more regularly but also to continue to log on the weekends i think a lot of things would almost sort themselves out um not automatically but after a while um both of them not enough protein not enough fiber um and yeah again not wanting to see change and not wanting to change something but wanting to see change um and then one last struggling client here i'm going to call her anastasia um we actually did a super successful weight loss phase together, although she actually came to me at um, pretty low body weight slash body fat levels anyway, like in her mid-120s or so. Um, but yeah, she wanted to cut another, let's just say like 10 pounds or so. Um, and it was actually very easy, as I was saying, um, because uh, or all we needed to do in this particular case was actually lowering her protein. So she way overdid it on protein. She way overdid it on fiber. Um, she actually sort of like restricted too much and just by dialing things in more from like a day-to-day -day basis and um, in terms of digestibility, cutting out things like three protein bars per day or an excessive amount of protein yogurts and artificial sweeteners. Um, yeah, her digestion just really played along very very well and she's a planner to begin with so even though she ate out like twice a week and went on vacation sometime too and everything else um she is super super always try to be super accurate even without um taking the, sc the scales with her but she planned ahead for those meals out now we're at maintenance and this is kind of where she's starting to struggle like a lot of people because we hardly ever quote unquote practice maintenance or are successful at maintaining us um, our goal body weight. So now we're actually practicing to loosen things up more with 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 just giving her more of a calorie range as opposed to like specific calories with um, eyeballing things more often and and um, just just trying to I guess give her more leeway that way so that it feels more sustainable. She does say that she actually likes tracking most of the time. But then often um, there are comments like, oh, I wish I could party like my friends without the scale going up or without feeling super guilty um, or not having to track. Um, and I totally get it. Like I totally, totally get it. But in those cases, I do have to be quite um, harsh sometimes and actually also say you're at a very lean level, right? Like your weight and body fat levels are... Um, above or or I guess in the sense below normal like there are they are you're very lean you look amazing um but being and walking through life consistently um very lean does require some consistent restriction I'm not saying that that has to be tracking I'm not saying that that ha should be or has to be in a calorie deficit on the contrary it should be a maintenance, um, but we need to practice some form of restriction because your body is going to not want you to be that lean. Like from an evolutionary perspective, we're not actually, especially as women, we're not actually meant to be super shredded. Our body in terms of like our increasing our survival chances and reproductive chances and so on wants us to have more belly fat, full stop. So we need to continue to practice some sort of restriction. If you want to lead a normal life like your friends and party regularly with more than, let's just say, three glasses of alcohol on a regular basis um, without tracking and with eating out two to three times per week and not um, 
being overly restrictive the other times of the week, um, you're going to have a normal body if you want that. If you want a normal life or what you consider as normal, you're going to have a normal body. But you can stay lean and do that while maybe not like excessive drinking, but still having alcohol two times per week to maybe even three glasses. Um, at this, in my opinion, reasonably small price of continuing to track at least roughly. Um, will you completely get rid of any kind of guilt the next day? Probably not, just because it's also a toxin. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it is. And um, your body just doesn't feel that great the next day after drinking a ton. It's the same as if you eat a crap ton of sugar, even just from a physiological perspective, you're going to feel a little bit crappy the next day, whether you believe sugar to be bad or not. It's just, that would be like... Um, I guess like getting a vaccination for whatever or getting beaten over the head and then expecting the next day not to wake up feeling kind of sore or whatever just because you're used to getting beaten from time to time. It's just it's not good for your body. So obviously it's going to rebel a little bit the next time. Are you going to beat yourself up for the entire day and then over restrict? That's a whole different scenario. But you might still feel a little bit guilty about having maybe a glass of alcohol more than you needed or about eating a little bit more than you knew would let you sleep well so to speak so um I, I just wanted to finish off with that as something for people to think about in the sense of um well point number one please if you want to see change if you want to see weight loss and you're using calorie tracking for that please log all seven days as accurately as you can. You're going to see progress a lot quicker. Please also accept that if you want to see change, you need to change something. Try to get your protein and the right amount of fiber in, not too much, not a little of both. On top of that, if we have, are dealing with any health conditions, hormonal conditions, or just simply as we're getting older, we need to accept that we need to be a little bit more accurate in some scenarios. And some people are just dealt worse cards than others that might require them to eat out a little bit less than others. And lastly, if you want to maintain amazing results and stay very lean, you need to still continue with some way, shape or form of restriction, not saying under eating calories. Very, very important here. That's not what I'm saying. I am simply saying your body would naturally tell you to put on some weight again because it doesn't want you to stay super shredded. So if you just want to live normally without tracking, with not having to think about anything, you're probably going to end up with a quote-unquote normal body, not to stay this lean. If you want to stay this lean, um, for me, one way to still enjoy flexibility in terms of alcohol or eating out um, it would be roughly continuing to track at your calorie maintenance. And I think that that, for the most part, especially if you're already in a routine, um, is a reasonably small price to pay. Just my thoughts. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their own opinions and thoughts. I absolutely get her thinking, her wishes, or everyone else's struggles here as well. I love all my clients. I just want to help them as much as possible. So it just sometimes hurts me when 
um, yeah, when the communication is not where I think it could be more effective or when we're just sort, sort of spinning in circles, when there is a very clear out, um, but it's hard to take that out for, for people, of course, if you're, if you're sort of stuck in your own head or in your own routine, but that's exactly what we're here for to help with. So anyway, maybe you found these case studies interesting. If you have any questions about them, don't hesitate to send me an email if you have any um, questions or, or suggestions for future episodes. Also, always happy to hear them. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.